0: Sean Brewster, with me of old boy Sean and Shelby, the beard and the brew. Sean is a man of many talents and finds his way to express himself fully in all these different formats. He is playing Sunday, 8 p.m. virtual show CLE with Connor Standish. Um, the beard and the brew is his podcast. Um, he does it every morning. It's kind of like a radio show where he takes local bands and spins them. You get. I recommend checking him out. I think he starts around 8 p 8 a.m. 8 a.m. Um, but if you hear what you like in this podcast, like, review, subscribe, comment. Um, it really helps these artists get heard. And here we go. Sean Brewster. Started it over again. All right, cool. Sure. Cool, cool. I think that works. I, the headphones like significantly change what comes out in my end in a weird way. Not a bad way. In a weird
1: way. Yeah. Yeah, for real. That's why I'm, my, I'm a construction worker. Yeah. So my microphone is really on my phone is really bad. It's full of dirt. <laughs> Pocket lint. Yep. And you can't <laughs> and you can't fix it with a um, a pin. You can kinda of fix it, but if you perforate it and and poke it it ruins the, the seal for yeah. the water. So you gotta be really careful.
0: That's a weird it's a weird spot. It's weird how much dirt gets in your fucking phone just from like you know what I mean, just having How's it. Oh, are gross,
1: dude phones yeah. are gross
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's so weird like my phone wouldn't charge and I was like oh the, the thing broke I went to the place and the lady's like it's probably dirt I'm like what are you talking about I cleaned this sucker out and she pulls out with like this tiny little needle thing like this huge yeah. like thing I'm like I was like that's you're, crazy you're right you're right you're right <laughs> alright we're doing the Zig at the Gig podcast I'm hanging out with Sean Brewster Sean how are you doing hey
1: I'm doing great, man. It's a beautiful day. Good, good to talk to you.
0: Good to talk to you, too. I'm so glad you can do this.
1: Are you working right now, or you're in the car? I just, yeah, I did a little job. I'm trying to, I did like, I worked for like an hour or so. Um, it's hard to find work as a painter where it works inside the guidelines where I'm alone, and, yeah, you know, it's something that's worth coming out of the house for. I mean, you know, I still got three kids, so. But yeah, yeah I just did a little bit of work, but, you know, that's why I'm doing the, you know, a bunch of other stuff, which we'll probably get to, but. Um, yeah, yeah, it's
0: been, it's been good. That's awesome. That's awesome. So has quarantine been, uh, has it been as entrapped for you or it seems, sounds like you've been able to still work and still
1: get out and do things that you need to do? A little bit, a little bit. My first, the first week and a half, I had a job that I was by myself on, on an apartment. So I was able to work and get a nice, um, get paid for that job. But, um, you know, my job is set up with flexibility because of how much music I do. Yeah. And so, you know, just like everybody else, you know, I had a lot of gigs that, that, you know, so I had to kind of scramble, but at the same time, as much as I was scrambling, people were also being smart. Yeah. And, you know, just being like, let's hold off on that. So now I'm kind of coming back into like, what can I do? What am I allowed to do? And like, what's smart to do Got Just because I can, doesn't mean I should, True. you know, true, true. So. was well, it well i think that's an
0: important an important thing to do is be smart about it and strategic about it because there's so much that's available to some degree now but it's yeah. probably not the stuff to depend on and you do a lot of stuff man like i met you <laughs> through a mic night and through Sean yeah. and Shelby which was like an acoustic duo but you do your yeah. solo stuff you did old boy you did a uh, yep was it uh, you dj like that's it yeah, always inspires yeah. me how much you're not afraid to go out and do something and do it and you do it well too what was it hey, a... not... exactly that's funny. and and on top of that you're a parent <laughs> yes three babies they're not babies anymore but grown-ass kids and you have a, a relationship to manage that too i don't that's it's it's, a, it's very impressive that you can do all this and I didn't know you were construction as well. So like Well that's the that's
1: the vein. The yeah. vein that allows me to do some stuff is is construction. Um they you know, what turns me on, I guess, you know, like why do I you know, photography, DJing you oh, know, shit. now
0: photography. You do that to the,
1: <laughs> shit. The and now the <laughs> podcast that I'm doing in the morning. The that's the one that's really been the beer and the brew. Yep. So that's been really fun. But, um, but yeah, dude, I mean, I don't know. I think it's once you get into a room full of artists, you know, you just start looking at the world different. Yeah. And I mean, you know, if, if you just, I don't know, I just like connecting into that, that vein that gives you your soul, that gold, whatever that stuff is, you know, and I find it in a bunch of different ways.
0: Which I think that's awesome. And I think that's, it's it's Thanks. it's one it's one thing to stick and do one thing and really hone that one move or that one oh yeah or that one way to perform, but to be able to be yourself in all these different mediums is like that's like grand levelry, you know. You're Sean oh. and you're Sean in all these different ways, and like I think a lot oh, of people uh, get afraid to attempt to reach things like that. What was a well? I... Go ahead. Oh, sorry. I was going to say, what was the first for you? Was it music?
1: Why do you say that? Probably, but, you know, growing up the way I grew up, I wasn't really allowed to do music. Um, It had to be kind of like a, you know, an ugly hobby you could dip your toe into, but not really think about too much because the priorities were the religion. Um, Gotcha. But then later, you know, I didn't start playing guitar until I was 19. And then I really didn't play my first gig until I was almost 30.
0: Where was it at? So,
1: um, my first, oh gosh, I think there was a, um, I know my first one, I actually started caring. Like we played like as a band of kids, you know, we played, um, like, a, like we were sitting outside of an open mic and this guy asked us to play it, what oh, is now cool. the social room.
0: Oh, okay. You know, okay. but like, yeah.
1: I can't, I, I remember the old name, but. Uh, but then I, when I first started to play music and I went out with, like, a little demo CD, my first place I got an official gig was actually The Barking Spider.
0: Nice. So nice.
1: that was complete an accident because I was trying to play coffee shops. Uh, and then we ended up a- accidentally at The Barking Spider, and Martin was there. And he was like, yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, this is wild stuff, man. <laughs> <laughs> and so, but then, I you know, the open mic circuit back then was my big thing in coffee shops and And then just, you know, getting a band together and slowly kind of moving through. Stepping through. So you always kind of worked on guitar.
0: The singer-songwriter kind of spot first.
1: Yeah, like, I mean, that was my easiest medium to sit down and between easy chords on a piano and easy chords on a guitar. I've I've just never had that real allure to sitting down and figuring out all the different aspects of a fretboard. Yeah. Which I'm trying to now. Hit, hit now that I have times. a little extra time, but <laughs> I'm just never going to, I just don't have that mindset. It's like walking out in the desert trying to hope you find an oasis for my brain. It's just, I just can't grab onto it and, and make sense of the math that a prep board is. Gotcha. Yeah, it's... it's when it's not it's, math, it's not. Yeah. It's, it's not math. It's a mixture of math and, and, and an organic thing that people cannot know notes at all and can talk to you like it's their native language too. Yeah. So yeah. it's not just math, but... I just I can't figure it out. But, yeah, man, I really enjoy the art of holding the guitar, playing songs, and having people around me fill in the space. Gotcha. Yeah, uh, the,
0: the way I think of um, the fretboard map compared to, like, yeah. piano is kind of like with a guitar, you are in a city, and there's all these blocks, right? So there's certain sh- chord shapes that work, and they work all over the neck. You know, this is the f block. This is the a block. You're in the city. You're in it. Everything's got weird kind of turn to it. It's not clear because you're in the you're in the city. You're standing on the street, so you're trying to figure a way around. But with piano, like you can see, you're on a hill outside the city. You can see all the where all the notes fall. Everything's very clear. You know, I mean, guitar is weird. It's all like. It it's, doesn't make sense, but piano is clear and makes sense. So I, that, I
1: get... That's the best analogy I've ever heard.
0: <laughs> Thanks. That is awesome, man. What is it? Wow. Teaching music, I found some uh, some little nuggets to try to make
1: things seem clear. <laughs> yeah, man. I might have to have a side conversation after this about this. <laughs> sure, sure. Awesome. Gladly, man. Hi, um, that's good stuff. Did
0: you ever go to Charlie's open mic night, Charlie Mosbrook? That was one of my first...
1: So before I started to do actual, you know, the idea of playing gigs, his on Coventry was one of the, my biggest influences. Uh, Alex Zayla's, Yep. you know, his when he played at the Rhythm Room, um, his was a huge one. Th- those two guys were huge influences on me right when I first started playing. Yeah, And that was just bedroom stuff, right? Yeah, so I had a song with a couple chords and they weren't very good, but like, that's what open mic for. Exactly. You know, just... You can only get so good in your bedroom before you just, and then when you put it out in front of real people, you know, even if they're just there doing their own thing and happen to be in the room, it's just a whole another beast.
0: For sure, because now so, it's not like I loved
1: it. You can
0: be like, okay, I'm gonna say this phrase again. It's you start to worry about it. It's almost like you're for Mike nights. I was talking to Charlie um, a couple of days ago, but it's almost no. It was, this was with Megan. I was talking with Megan and like you're kind of get you're you go into it because you're in front of this room with people and you're performing and you now are the center of what you think is everyone's attention there's this natural fear that exists and you're almost just yeah. practicing to get rid of that fear if that makes sense I like, 100%
1: agree with you <laughs> it's, it's that's what it is I think the biggest jump is from your bedroom or garage or basement or whatever to an open mic stage I don't think the The jump isn't the only jump that's hard from an open mic to a real stage is the fact that they don't have to clap for you anymore. Yeah, you know, at an open mic, and I'm not saying that it's 100% obligatory, but like you can be really bad, and they're still gonna be like they'll still like your attitude. Yeah. and they'll clap yeah. for you. Where if you're good and you're not connecting to an audience, you're not gonna get any response at a gig that's paying you money because they don't have to. They're not necessarily there for you. And grabbing those audiences may hurt your feelings, that you didn't do it, but, like, you know? Yeah. They're it's, eating their food. They didn't, they're didn't. night, man.
0: <laughs> it's weird. It's weird because, like, mic night, most people you're playing with, you know what I mean? They're going to be up yeah. after you. They're there. It's a it's a training ground, in a sense. Um,
1: oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I 100% think that that's one of the biggest things that people, I don't want to say stay at open mics, but, like, you know, utilize the idea of what you're there for play the song, you know, fix the song, play the, you know, play the new songs that you don't have hammered out yet. Yeah. Don't play your best songs. We'll play your three best songs every time.
0: Yeah, yeah. You know, no, I agree work with on that.
1: your stuff and work on your eye contact and, you know, how to tune a guitar in between and learn those weird things that, you know, you're not, you don't know you need to know them until you need to know them. But, you know. One hundred percent. And the eye contact yeah, thing—that's
0: a—that's yeah. a, a good point. I haven't talked about that with anybody, but I think now more than ever, doing the live stream thing and giving that eye contact to this little lens right here makes yeah. or breaks that whole like experience for someone swiping by,
1: and you know, it kind of puts you into it. I've been—I <laughs> mean, you say that. I try really hard to make sure I look. and I'm not like watching. I don't know if there's a difference between this, yeah, and this. But, I can't. I don't know. Yeah, but I weird. definitely think you that a point. me looking into your eyeballs, yeah. you know, is important. And I'm not like I don't want to just sit here and, you know, just not yeah. look. You know, I want to make sure this is as close to a connection as we can get.
0: For uh, for sure, for sure. It's weird. It's weird, like because that even though we're you're there and I'm here, like in in general, just yeah. it's weird to kind of like. That's a good point. I don't know. Do you look at the camera or do I look at you? I've been looking at you.
1: Like I know. That's funny. I wish I could swap it. It was. I wish you were closer to the hole. Yeah. The, the, the lens, because then I don't have to jump between the two. Yeah. And have my eyes look like they're freaking out.
0: No, you're good. My uh, my my setup here has been weird because I got every. If I would turn my phone around, you'll see a, t- a web of wires and like everything's like snaked together somehow, but. Yeah, I gotta I work mine out too. <laughs> see, see me is kind of like with this bright light above my head.
1: <laughs> like, oh, that's right, Yeah, that's it. It's a good look though, because otherwise, like <laughs> that background stuff does matter, right? Yeah, yeah like, for sure. My my house, I use my my real quotes DSLR camera for my podcast because I wanted to be able to throw that blurred out bokeh effect, so yeah. you don't really see my kitchen table, whereas yeah. like a a GoPro is just all aperture, open, so you yeah. see every detail for 50 feet.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's weird. I got a ton of GoPros. I've been trying to figure out how to, like, use them for OBS with, like, a capture card device and be able to switch from multiple angles, but, like...
1: Oh, yeah, man. Hook up your, your phone. You can have uh, the buttons. Yeah. It, like, so you can switch the camera angles, like, mid talk, you know? Mm. That OBS uh, setup is sweet. It's crazy.
0: I might, we might, I might bring that up later with you. I need to hear about that. I've been trying to figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, uh, man. so the beer and the brew, what's that all about for our listeners?
1: Um. Well, the big thing I had a couple years ago where I had originally wanted to do it with. I noticed that good shows people didn't know about them, and yeah. then opening apps were busting their butts trying to get people to come to shows, when it should have been really easy because these bands were exactly what their fans should want to see. Yeah. They should want to be supported. And it was like, but not many people even know the band songs that they're, you know, like we don't know our friends' songs, <laughs> like, yeah, which is weird, weird. How, yeah. It's, and even if you know the song, could you sing the chorus? Right. So I was like, I'm going to fix the thing that bothers me. And so I started to make a playlist every week of bands that were coming to town either the mid-level bands or, even if it was a big band to keep, I didn't care. I was just throwing everybody on there because mainstream bands are attractive too. And then I would add as many local bands, like say, you know, I don't know, just say like some name, some band, Red, Wanting, Blue came to town. Yeah. Right. And so, yeah. And then the opener would be you or, you know, whatever. And so I'm trying to put those songs from all four people on the bill. You know, but the problem was it was too much legwork. Every day would yeah. take me, you know, I, I sat down to do it over the weekend, Sunday to Monday, it would take forever. And it just fizzled out because it was so hard to keep going. Summer gets really busy for me. Yeah. So this whole thing happened and I was just sitting there like watching all these bands play live in front of their phones. And it was like, we got to be better than this. And I'm, and I realized that I'm not the guy that can sit in front of my computer And play music that that is as exciting and entertaining, you know that it that I that I wouldn't get the thing I needed to get, and then the people wouldn't get the thing they needed that they want to get. Gotcha. Right. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, "What's the gap? Where's the gap?" And I was like, "Okay, I like talking, I got some gear, and I love sharing people's music." So I was like. Let's make a little podcast in the morning. That's and, awesome. And uh, it's been really, really fun. It's been yeah. super, super fun. So people come in there and they chat and they they comment and they talk about. Gets them up in the morning, and uh, it's been so encouraging. I've had a I'm in a couple of different interviews, uh, which people you know, reached out you know to be able to share that, which is like you know awesome. So it's been really, really fun. That's
0: super cool. What uh What time in the morning do you do it?
1: Uh, I start at nine a.m. But I think this weekend I'm going to do a poll as if I should start earlier at 8. Gotcha. Um, if that's, you know, or if 9 o'clock is a good time. But right now it's 9 a.m. to basically 9.45.
0: Okay. 10 cool, o'clock. Cool. Yeah, at first I thought you were doing like a radio show,
1: like until I read basically, into
0: it. And like I was like, oh, it's Well, a that's what I'm doing now.
1: Okay. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it's basically a radio show. So I'll, you know, talk for a few minutes and play a song and then talk for a few minutes and play a song.
0: But I think yeah, oh, like
1: you know.
0: yeah. I think that's an awesome concept because you're right. A lot of opening bands going through supporting these acts coming through. A lot of open, not sorry. A lot of touring acts with the opening bands don't even get to see them or don't try to see them. So they get the fans into them. So that opener syndrome is mm-hmm. a little less uh, potent when that comes. I think that's a that's a really
1: cool idea and a really cool. Uh... Yeah, man. <laughs> the other side of it is like there's a lot of these mid-level bands I played with that brought twelve people out. And sure, in a year, they're huge, you know? Um, But, like, when we're playing with them, the entire idea is that they get a band to promote for the band. We go out there. Yeah. You know, we get get people in the room, and then the band gets to play to more people than they would. Sure, there's other great bands that have a full room that they need local support, and those are, like, gifts from the venue. You've busted your butt. We think you fit in with this band. Here, open up for this. This band, maybe you need twenty to thirty more people to sell out. Yeah. Can you do that? Great. Yeah. You know, but like you're not out there, you know, busting your, your ass to get fifty to one hundred people to a venue on a Tuesday night, which yeah. is really really hard to do.
0: Yeah, it's a weird it's a weird mix because you're kind of depending on their audience to boost you up, but they're also depending on you. So that's a good way level yeah. playing field. That I think that's a really cool tool what you're doing.
1: Um, so, Thanks, and I, I really want not inspired me too because before you move on it's like I really wish that more bands and local bands and mid-level bands that come through worked together yeah that aspect blows my mind and nobody communicates I've reached out to bands like hey guys you know I'm, I'm playing I'm your opener do you guys need anything when you're here you know uh, if you want to you know whatever let me know if you want to connect do you want to you know, help promote your show and like never do I get bands that are open for it when it's exactly what they need so I <laughs> it is it is
0: weird it's also weird the level of disconnect on that point yeah. from the band you're opening for to how you got involved with it sometimes it's the venue seeing the relative in the like yeah. in the genre or the venue seeing the relative in the draw and hardly yeah. ever is it the band like searching you know what I mean which kind of blows my yeah. mind too like um, we've done a couple and maybe the last minute they'll hit us up and be like hey we're going to backline. You cool? And like, whoa. Yeah. Yeah, 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 let me
1: call the guy. <laughs> you know what I mean? But. Yeah. <laughs> we're at the show. Yeah. You know, yeah, and yeah. then the drummer is starting to load his crap in. Crap. <laughs> yeah. You know, he's loading his stupid his all his, symbols. I mean <laughs> stupid <stuff. laughs> but I'm saying, like, he's loading all, all of his stuff. Yeah. yeah. Right? And then they're like, and they got the drums. They're like, yeah, you know, we're going to backline, which is like, you know, oh. The drummer just worked his ass off. <laughs> you could have told us through an email, buddy. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah, or at least the know, guy who... Yeah. I, but
0: anyway, I think that's a really good way to address that, or at least attempt to start to address it. And it's a it's yeah. a friendly way, and it's not like an in the invasive way, because depending on the yeah. band, they might, you know... But what I wanted to... I kind of wanted to... When did old boy come along? When did you go from hitting mic nights, writing songs in the room, yeah. taking it to the stage? When did it become
1: a f- band endeavor? Well, uh, number wise, I can't remember exactly, but I just saw um, a ticket the other day. I, I played a show with Nathaniel Rateliff. Nice. I think in two thousand, like eight. Yeah. Or something. I think two thousand twelve, maybe. I don't remember. Like time is a really. I have a weird thing with time. I feel you. Um, <laughs> and, and but it was like you know, like I said, probably did doing this at least 12 years, for, 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 let's say 15 years. Okay. So I figured out when I was doing the Mike Knights and stuff and I was doing my little coffee shop gigs that, like, you could do that, but to play a venue, to get on a festival, to be a solo artist, you have to be really charismatic, you have to be a really good guitar player, and you have to have really good songs, have a good voice, to look good. Like, you gotta, it's really hard, unless yeah. you got great connections, to, to, to carry yourself around you can go backwards you can have a famous band and then come around as a solo artist The people are hearing the song yeah. you know they're hearing yeah. it in a new way that they've heard so many times but to start out and build up so i figured out i needed a band well then i found a guy that at a party that plays cello and drums and then he had a friend who played bass and then we ended up kind of doing a gig at Bella Dubby under that name old boy. Okay. And then we played a little bit and then it just kind of worked its way and through many different people over the years. And, but it started to make sense. And the idea that you, as a songwriter, singer songwriter, it's important for a guy like me to have a band, but not just make me louder.
0: Yeah.
1: It needed to be a band and have a, have a sound, a cohesive sound. Full sound, and it was just so much fun to evolve with that band and get where we got. And it's not over. It's just it's just a weird time the last couple of years for rock music. So yeah,
0: you know, yeah.
1: Bella W. taking a break.
0: That was right? the place, which is now Taco Tano's place. I tell people all the yep. time, I played like six gigs here, and like, dude, it's Taco Tano's yep. I'm like, I know. <laughs> it was this Bella weird <laughs> coffee shop with beer. Yeah, it was this weird bar barista. <laughs> running Late. oh man that's
1: awesome but yeah, yeah i was... broke a string my first show there oh yeah <laughs> nice and I don't break strings i've broken like less than 10 my entire career <laughs> that's impressive that's impressive
0: Thanks. i, I got really no good with lucky. changing them real quick because i break them a lot <laughs> nice. they get dirty
1: yeah <laughs> that's was... awesome that's funny <laughs>
0: well that's cool so so old boy because when i met you you were playing with sean and shelby at the time it was yeah. the duo thing yeah and yeah. everyone's like, that's the guy from Old Boy. I'm like, uh, okay, okay, yeah. cool, cool. Let me, uh, you know, <laughs> like I just, I, to me, it was like, I didn't know. I was like, I might even have been at Bella W and saw you at one point. Like, uh, yeah, right. Yeah. Like, I yeah, would, we playing,
1: mean, we were in that. Sorry, man. I was going to say, there's so many bands back then. When we were playing, it was just such a normal thing for, I mean, I was going through a list of songs for the playlist on Monday. Just, out have this NEO Cleveland Akron. Yeah huge playlist of bands and I was going through and thinking back you know five years ago there was a lot of great bands just and I'm not saying there's not great bands right now yeah yeah but they're just it's a different time for rock music what do you think Is and it I'm like not a trying better... to sound like an old man yeah um I think the consumption of music has made it almost impossible for people to to be like I like that band for sure when it's just this you know, um, constantly changing tapestry of songs. Yeah. So if you if you want to like a band, it's like committing to, you know, just a different thing. But I, I you know, I don't know what's going to come out of this whole pandemic lockdown. Yeah. You know, connectivity is going to be a
0: huge one. For sure. That's the kind of the like every conversation. There's this hope that there's this uh, like a. Sorry. There's this hope that, that connectivity is going to be as like cherished as we want it to be at the moment. You know what I mean?
1: And like yeah. While well, at the same time, there's going to be a difference of physical connection for, sure. for months. Yeah. If not forever. Yeah. You know, yeah. Farsi was like, "Don't shake hands ever again." You know? <laughs> and I'm not sure we're going to do that. No. But the but the fact is, there are uh, there is a large amount of people that are never going to shake hands again if they could if they could help it for sure there's it, now would not
0: be the time to be a germaphobe like <laughs> yeah. that would be awful <laughs> yeah like horrifying yep. um but yeah i agree i think how music's consumed now is so sparse and like there's so many different outlets and so many people trying to do it too which is great yeah. you know that um but at the same time like the medium when, in which it is distributed is very Single focus, so it's like this is an artist who is an acoustic singer songwriter who sings songs about this cause, or you know what? It, it's it, the more yeah. you can package it, the more that seems to carry that artist across. So if you're like a, I don't know, um, someone who sings songs about being a pirate, and you would do it like, you know, what I mean, like if you have like a, a thing that can be marketed, you're going to be yeah. way heard, way more seen, way more. For algorithms to be able to send your stuff across, compared to like, this is a band that does rock music, you know what I mean? Like, so I agree with you with that for yeah, sure. I think we
1: never. Well, you know the, the the good thing was 20 years ago. You know we thought, and I don't want to get cynical. Yeah. We thought we were. Everybody thought they were such a unique individual. Our humors, our intellect, our creativity. And I'm not saying it's not. Yeah. You know, I think it's coming back around to the other side. But when the internet opened up and showed you, like places like Reddit, that you know the joke that you thought of as you opened up and went to make a comment is the top comment joke verbatim that your brain saw. <laughs> yeah. And you're like, oh, <laughs> you know, and you're like, oh, there's ten thousand people that are just this, that thought the same exact thought I had, and and then you open up this world, and you know, Spotify is it's not going to the record store anymore, where there's only You know, a hundred artists or whatever, take take a number of five hundred artists. You know, now the pool of music is like an ocean. Yeah. And you take your new record in your little cup and you just dump it in the ocean and you and you hope somebody's gonna find you.
0: Yeah, that's a so
1: overwhelming. Right? And it's but it's not that. it makes you think that. Yeah. You know, we do have people that truly enjoy our music. We still live in a city, we can play to real human beings that that we need to connect to. Yeah. But once you dip your toe into the knowledge that you know, in every city, if Cleveland has 100 great bands, every other 50 states has one to five cities with 100 great bands. Yeah. You know, and it's really overwhelming to think, but at the same time, just like you sitting in your room with a real microphone, real headphones and trying to think how can I make my show better? It's pushing us to be better. For sure. While at the same time, trying to stick connected to our, our own personal human brain, our own surroundings, without, you know, just thinking of ourselves as connected to this big, you know, zeros and ones internet. Yeah. We're, and I think it's once you push through that barrier, I think hopefully after this whole.
0: This whole. Sorry, I think I lost you for a second. Hopefully. Okay. Can you say that one more time? I lost you for a second. You froze up. No, no, it's
1: fine. I would, I would say hopefully after this, um, with all the introspection, that it's going to bring out some really good art and really good music. Yeah. You know, because we've we can we've disconnected but also connected. For sure. You know, I think well that's that's
0: most people like when they want to go write an album. I was talking to Brent Kirby about this, that you seclude yourself. Yeah, I mean, and you give yourself that time. And he Brent's very hopeful that out of this, there's going to be a lot of great tunes. Um, I think the content yeah. might be the same, but
1: there's going to be a lot of stuff for sure. <laughs> well, it's, like, well like, yeah, but, you know, it's funny you say that. Like, I have no interest in writing, you know, like Matt Moody and Hannah Sacklitz wrote that How Are You Today song. Yeah, that's cool too. You know, it's great, and it's, but it's like, as they wrote it, I was like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But like, you know, I, I think there's other people that are, you know, there's going to be so much new material that comes yeah. out of the aftermath, you know. It's just, it's like somebody said something, and I was like, "That's a new sentence," you know. I've never heard that sentence, and I think that's going to happen a lot. There's yeah. going to be all this new stuff to get to enjoy. Was it? No, I
0: agree. I agree, and I think there's a for like as far as writing goes, like I think there's like an input-output. You know, what I mean, you got to take in the put out. So like maybe. Oh yeah. There's like a. Oh yeah. Uh, at least that's kind of where I've been. That like I've been trying to uh. Like, as a routine, I got a crazy practice routine and a crazy, like, I write for an hour and just write nonsense and maybe something will come out yeah. of it. But trying to keep that creative awesome. um,
1: uh, stru- structure, which kind of... I think Stephen King. Yeah? I think Stephen King does that every morning. He writes, like, 500 words. <laughs> Fuck. Just throws it out. Just yeah. throws it out. Yeah? Yeah, I think so. Man, well, he comes
0: out, like, with novels like nothing, so that makes sense. That's impressive. Yeah. Well, is it what's so? As a parent, and as a guy who does all these different projects, and like as someone who has a successful relationship where you're raising kids, how does how do you how do you do it? What's it look like? What's what's and works at construction job? How do you manage all the madness?
1: Um, the big thing is like <coughs> understanding that. Excuse me. <coughs> um, yeah. Understanding what my personal balance is and. That I'm always going to desire to do something new, yeah. and to not always you know put my heart and soul into it um, in a certain way, like you know, these things matter. The human beings that are close to me are the things that matter. Um, if you know I don't get turned on to to make money yeah. the same way I, I get that that switch turned on. To connect to people in a conversation or on a stage you know um so I mean I think that I've come to the idea that like you don't choose to be a musician yeah I think it, it's you know you're it's it's your're chosen and it's you're kind of you're in it until you're not yeah and you know and it's it's a very sacred and amazing place to be that the places that I've been able to go and and the, the people that I've been affected by and i get to affect other people and the stories that i've heard about the songs that i've written people say to me it's like you know that's not like uh, i'm not going to get that painting my job painting, yeah but i also need to balance out my life with having a job you know that takes care of the kids and not to say that like a dj gig doesn't give me you know a payout too but that's just the same kind of connection yeah but it's just different yeah. you know photography a photograph is kind of like a song, you know, when you really break it down in composition and trying to find the organic nature of what you're trying to capture and, you know, what you do it for. or something. It all lends itself to the same, it's all in the same bowl. Yeah. You know, transformation in my paid job, you know, transforming a room from old to new. You know, it's just having a real, the, the real stuff, you know. Yeah. The marrow. Of the bone, so I mean, it's just but like you said, it's trying to juggle that stuff. I mean, it's had its downsides, you know, and you know, relationships and current relationships and past relationships. And you know, my kids, like I don't know what makes me a better dad, you yeah. know, being boring or being crazy. So
0: <laughs> I guess it's. In fact, I've never it. I didn't,
1: right? You know, it's like <laughs> I, you know, I've never met my dad, so like I'm just making all this crap up. I don't know what I'm yeah. doing. <laughs> so it's been fun, man, but I don't know. I think I feel like this is my tribe. I feel like before I cut you off, but like I do feel no, like you're good. music musicians are on my tribe, and I was very blessed to find them, and I feel at home around so many
0: of them. Well, that's awesome. I think one. I think it's important to really when you have a family to support, you got you got to break down. I was talking to George Hartway about this, like what yeah. you need to do to. Um, provide and what you need to do for you and i think that's really cool that you find this kind of a uh, beauty to create and like in all of it to some degree it sounds like which is
1: awesome and be- yeah man i mean exactly i think not sorry it's like also like yeah i Good. mean it's like i think that it would take a piece of me away if i didn't do that and i wouldn't be who i am the best version of me you know i mean obviously you know being out late takes out a lot of you, and yeah, you know, I, now that I'm, you know, in my forties, I'm definitely way different than I was at thirty-five yeah. when I was in the height of playing out all the time, yeah. playing as much as I did. Because my whole thought was like, this could be my last time on a stage. Gotcha.
0: Any good. That's how I played it. That's that's kind of a good mentality. That's like a samurai mentality. <laughs> like, isn't it? Yeah. That's and I love cool. samurai movies. So you're nice. that's, maybe that's where it came from. <laughs> Was it you Bruce Lee fan? No man like Samurai movies. Gotcha, gotcha. It's like Pira nice, like, nice. I love that old stuff. Yeah, I've been going down the I've been trying to knock out that Odyssey of film documentary with Mark Cousins. Oh no. You haven't seen oh, it? Oh really? Dude, it's on no. Netflix. Or no, it's on um Hulu. It's like a fifteen okay. hour. Documentary. It goes from like the very beginning of the first thing ever filmed to like I think the 2000s. Wow. I don't. Know, it's a really in-depth doc. The guy he talks like this and says samurai. Like he says words really. <laughs> <laughs> really it's a good doc. You gotta check it out. Gosh,
1: Especially that's even some... more daunting than the Tom Petty documentary. Yeah, I know. <laughs> that
0: one's intense though, man. That's like what five hours, four hours. Yeah. <laughs> this is fifteen. <laughs> like. Stupid, but it's good. It's, it's a good. College course, it is It's definitely a college course, and it cuts real weird. But I think, as a guy who does photography and uh digs samurai films, because that guy, um, yeah. I can't remember that director's name, but he refers to him a lot. Um, because Kurosawa. Kurosawa, thank you. Kurosawa, I can't f- talk today, yeah. But it bounces a lot, and he'll cut <laughs> to it like he shows how Kurosawa films influence like Star Wars and stuff. It's really interesting.
1: Oh, yeah. The Hidden Fortress, man, it's a complete yeah. ripoff. <laughs> it's not even an influence. It's just like the way that that you know, like in yeah. a, they, do the, they do, those lines, yeah, like, you know, in Star Wars, like how they switch scenes. That's, that, that's where he got it from, and it's identical. And like C-3PO and R2D2, they're being two the, characters. Yeah, being the goofball it's just characters. the whole plot. Yeah, and how it and, starts uh, off with those two instead of the main uh, protagonists, and they start off with the, the comic relief, and yeah, watch If you like Star Wars, you have to watch The Hidden Fortress.
0: Gotcha. Yeah, it was weird. It's weird how much Star Wars calls upon old film um, motifs that make it work. Like, as you can tell, he's
1: a yeah, he's a student of film. Yeah, for sure.
0: Like, as, like, if you would just take the core concept, there's this guy in space with these robots and this thing. Like, it, it's ridiculous. But when you watch it, it hits all those tropes that I think the human brain is just, like, checks off. You know, like, yes, this is great.
1: <laughs> like Yeah, you know, you hit that, you say that. But, like, it's funny that, like, that exact sentence is, like, can be applied to, like, Breaking Bad.
0: Yeah. Lost. Yeah, yeah.
1: You know, The Wire. You know, like Breaking Bad, it's a teacher that got cancer that makes math. Me- you know, math. Yeah. It, but it's the, these the character-driven. If you can write good characters, you can put them in anything. For sure, it's crazy. It's so funny. What is it? Because that's what we crave, you know. Yeah. In the end, I mean, circling back around, you know, projecting, connecting to these real human, you know, aspects of life, and then seeing like, you know, this person in this other area. I connect to that on like a real cerebral and level, visceral level or whatever. You know, like I get, yeah. I get it. You know.
0: Yeah. It's weird. It's weird how much people crave that like persona from other things and the, yeah. the and like which I think is all our friends now are trying to learn how to do that digitally because
1: they've spent their whole <laughs> life trying to do it in real life. You know. Oh man, I watched a. Uh, so far sounds did a a webcast kind of on, on Zoom a lot oh, yeah. you know doing live stuff and you know and it's kind of like that thing I was saying when we go to an open mic to our first gig and how yeah. we're used to people clapping and clapping for everything and yeah. then you have that thing where people don't clap because they don't want to <laughs> or they just, or sometimes they're just like am I supposed to clap? Yeah. You know if you're playing a mixer you know and people are in a room drinking and talking they're not going to clap for you they're and doing they shouldn't the same thing. I don't yeah. want you to Yeah. they're doing your thing I want to make your night better but but now it's like, how do you find ways to feel, interact to, to interact? And that's, um, some people are having a really hard time. Like, hey, what song do you want to hear? He's going to come right back at you. Yeah. You know, a person has to grab the phone.
0: Type it in. Type
1: it in. There's a lag between the two. Yeah. And how do you, hey, what do you, you know, hey put your hands up. Or are you, are you clapping for this song? Was that good? Yeah. You can have a great song. And people are going to have to leave to go to whatever they were doing. Yeah, so you can do something awesome, and then your numbers drop. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, and that's the thing you can't really look at that that at the moment thing. You the the, the almost more perspective of it is when you're done and you look at how many views it gen, like overall generated, and like that's yeah, it's, it's weird. It's definitely really it's really That's weird. a weird
1: thing, and we have to figure out like you know what matters. Yeah, it, this takes me back to the when I first started doing gigs, it was like. You know, if I, if one person gave a shit, if one person cared, yeah, yeah, you know, if one person paid gas money to drive to see me, then it, then what? Not everything else is gravy. Yeah, for sure. And That's kind of the same. I'm going back to that same thing, where if I have my podcast in the morning and someone's there, bam, and scheduled to be there at nine o'clock, to it's game time. see this and to yeah. be a part of it, right, and to type in interactive comments like that stuff's awesome yeah it's it's the same connection thing but it's just so different it is you know
0: it's really weird it's really weird but how similar it is and like it's almost like we've been trained for this mindset but you've been so far removed from like the start point you're like restarting it i don't know it's it's definitely a
1: trip yeah Um, it's a complete there's a lot of resetting going on i mean the economy is gonna have to reset yeah, you know us as people interacting with humans in a store, yeah. touching things. Yeah, you know washing our hands. I mean, yeah, it's an absolute reset that I I hope we're all open minded for, and not trying to make sure that we push to go back. Yeah, definitely. I think
0: I think everyone's gonna. I hope I hope you're right. I hope it definitely is like flowing water yeah. uh, doesn't grow stale type mentality. Like you uh, just keep yeah. going with it.
1: And not, uh, yeah, not, don't lose your roots. Don't forget yeah. who we are. You know what I mean? I think it's, you know, but I think that we find the value of going to visit somebody because you yeah. know what it's like to not be able to see people.
0: Yeah, for sure. And like yeah. how this is great, like what we're doing right now, but it doesn't live up to like being in the room yeah. with a person at the same time, which is still, but to your point, it's stupid.
1: But at the same time, more of this, less yeah. texting. Yeah, for sure. Definitely. <laughs> Maybe that's a new thing that'll happen. More FaceTime. I don't enjoy. Sorry, mom. I don't like texting with my mom. <laughs> yeah, you know yeah. it gets weird because you know older folks don't know how to text and they use a lot of emojis and <laughs> you know too many exclamation points, so For they sure. sound like a maniac. You know, and I want to be like, that's the tone you were using. <laughs> oh, okay. You were yelling at me. Yeah, it's exactly. Where it's like. If I was to take a person and read the script from my mom's text messages, you know? That sounds like a good segment
0: was... on your podcast. Just saying. <laughs>
1: so hold on, funny. hold on, I
0: lost you. Hold on, hold on. I, uh, I uh, You peaked with that. <laughs> but that would be a good... No, you're good. Hold on one second. I gotta... FaceTime kills my phone. i got to plug it in right quick. Um, but that would be a sick segment.
1: Weird Being a... Being... text messages with mom that is a great segment morning mom
0: text messages oh that'd be awesome
1: how can i pull that up and have it be fun and have her not get offended
0: that that's that's the key once you find that out you tell me so i can do it too i love it I'm going to work on that. Me and uh, my bass player got reeled into um. So I started really hitting these podcasts because I started doing this a long time ago to do something at shows while we we're, were waiting to be that support act to the band that didn't really want to hang out with us. So I figured yeah. well, if I'm like, hey, let's do a podcast while we're both waiting, that can be a way to make that connection. And, oh uh, yeah, so that's the zig at the gig purpose. I would hang out with like the singer oh. and we would do it like we would do a prediction for how we thought the show was gonna go. And then I was trying to do a post, but it got to be too much at the gig. So I started booking at negative yeah. space and uh, yeah, I decided to shift focus for people coming through for our showcase, you know, that's one a week. And then um, yeah. th- there were some up and downs with uh, the crew there. And I finally picked yeah. it back up, and then all this came down. And then I really wanted to direct it towards people doing things to make this shitty situation less shitty, like what Gall was doing. Yeah. So I kind of just hopped on board with like trying to promote um, virtual shows. And it's been really cool because like, um, right now we're having this conversation we might not have ever had. And like yeah. there's this, this beauty within it. But my bass player got real hip to it. He's like, dude, let's do a C level episode. And I got all these ideas for segments. And it's been... <laughs> so I've been in segment brain, is what I'm trying to get at. Like, <laughs> so my... no, I get you, man. Uh, so that'd be awesome. I really hope the text thing comes to light <laughs> for you.
1: Well, it's funny because you said, because like, you know, I'm balancing out, like, I want it to feel like me and you were having coffee yeah. and we're just having a chat. Yeah. So I don't want to be too much pre production, but sure. I found out today. If I don't do a certain amount of pre-production, then I'm so stressed out that I can't just be, get loose. Yeah, So I've, yeah. I've gone I've gone both ways where I've been overproduced and underproduced. And I think by Monday um, I have the, the right amount, of, you know. Yeah. Even if I have to set up for the next day for two days in a row. Yeah. You know, where I don't have to do it every night, but I have to have a certain amount of physical things in my folder. hmm Already set up that I can use, but but you're right, but you right. It's funny, like I'm thinking the same way, but you, without you, trying trying to come up with content, but have it also be organic.
0: Yeah, for sure. Because so, like,
1: that, there's your mom checks are great.
0: <laughs> that's awesome. I really hope that comes. To... <laughs> uh, that's great. Um, oh, do you ever read um? What's the book of the samurai starts with a B? Uh, like this is a really off just because you're in the samurai. I like reading. F- philosophy books and there's this one t-
1: book yeah I think you said yeah. um, uh, no I only know like the War of Art or Art of War Art of and w- then Sun Tzu Mus- Mus- uh, Musashi with uh, another of Seven one Seven
0: Rings oh what's that? Uh, maybe that book the Book of Five Rings oh somebody just brought that up yeah yeah that's like a wow that's funny that's it's a quick qu- coincidence that, yeah it's like a it was about an old samurai who's near the end, and he's writing the book of how to master essentially any art. So, like uh, the mindset it takes to achieve a certain level of whatever creative endeavor. And in his case, that was look. that's the book of five rings. And in his case, oh. that was a um, being a samurai and near the end, like he was like a brutal, like murdering, like <laughs> like insane, like. Unbeatable guy, and in the end, he's like doing paintings in a cave and shit. And like, but it's it's definitely a good read. But I, there's another one that's like the way of the samurai. It's like Bashiso but I can't remember the.
1: Oh, you know what? That was that was a movie that um. Black dog. What's his name was in? Yeah.
0: Yeah, and like. A,
1: and that book, that book was in it.
0: Yeah, that I'm trying to think of that book. I bought it for Joe wrangle Do you know Joe wrangle Yeah. Me and yeah. him like hit it off over that movie. And I was like, oh, dude. And I bought it for him for Christmas one year. And I can't remember. I, I didn't read it because I didn't have time to like.
1: Mm-hmm. But, but you're right. It's called something The Way of the Samurai. Yeah. But yeah. I think if you type in The Way of the Samurai, you'll find it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So I, I was just curious if you read it because you were into, into Samurai. <laughs>
1: that one, but not The Book of Five Rings. I'm definitely going to look that one up.
0: Check it out. Check it out. I found a. Yeah. There's a. I've read the the, the straight like book version of it. And I found a really cool graphic novel of it. Like, ooh, yeah okay. Yeah. I'll, I'll send you the link I'll send you the link I also found ooh, one for ooh, uh, cool. with Deadpool <laughs> for the art of war <laughs> what yeah yeah I don't know if you're in the me and Cody are really in the comics and like I found that was like the first like comic I got because I read the art of war but it's such oh, a man you know you can interpret it like to be a bunch of different things if you put up yeah. the right mindset so I got just the straight like recited of the text and then I bought a couple other versions to try to understand it deeper that, awesome, man. that being one of them yeah, I'll my, send
1: you that too my buddy please do yeah my buddy got uh was trying to see he was moving and ended up selling a, well he was gonna sell a bunch of his comic books yeah. and ended up having not be worth anything yeah and so I, had, my son was eight at the time and so he just gave him like a filing cabinet full of all these That's comic awesome. books so did my he son been really it? into him and some yeah it's yeah. been really fun he really did yeah like especially like the you know the avengers yeah you know like some and some of these like you know especially when they broke up the universe where like you know hulk turned into this other hulk yeah and uh you know and like hulk kills wolverine kind of things and, yeah those um, are sick <laughs> the con, the conjecture of like what if yeah you know that's but definitely it's, cool it's, yeah but it gets them into something other than you know playing video games which i'm not you know my generation I'm not as against is like my parents. Yeah, I understand that Minecraft is really good, you know, for, for your brain. Yeah, whereas like you know, whereas like uh, you know, and also games like Cuphead. Yeah, teach you like such deter t- determination and shows such good art artwork.
0: Yeah, it's you know weird. I'm not against
1: it. The callback to like
0: 30s cartoons and music, like uh, as yeah. a music teacher, I craft all my lessons to be around what they like. So I have them at the yeah. beginning of the year pitch me everything they want to learn. I get the music. And oh, I, cool. I find the things in it that I can use to teach a lesson, right? So, oh, here's a song that's all quarter notes, and it happens to be the blah, 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 you know. And, uh, oh, neat. <laughs> Cuphead keeps coming up, but that's a tricky, you know, it's all swung, it's big band oh. shit. And, like, yeah, it's weird, it's weird. But it's interesting, like, all, like trying to dive into it. At this, you know, being older and diving into like all this stuff and like trying to find ways to make it creative and not like not seem like square with it. But Cuphead, oh, yeah, right, right, you know, like you're like you're pandering to their generation, yeah, <laughs> but finding the try to honestly, uh, yeah, dive into a thing with it. And I think it, the Cuphead does I have think some people can tell the
1: difference. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, that I, sure. I freaking love that game, but <laughs> no, I think that in the end, you know, just like in a conversation and an interview. You know, yeah. we've seen the difference between like I genuinely care about the things you care about. Tell me more. Yeah. Or I just genuinely want to hear what you care yeah. about is yeah. one thing, but the other side of it is like I selfishly want to open doors into your psyche by pushing buttons. You know, it's you know, or like you know, I I'm I'm just trying to pander to your lowest common denominator. I, kids can figure that stuff out real quick and. And if you do it at an organic level, they love that you went out of your way for it.
0: For sure, for sure. Or some of them love teaching about it. I have one student that taught me more than I will ever need to know about Battle Cats. <laughs> have you ever played <laughs> that game? <laughs> Which is no. A, it's essentially a game you push a button and you wait. but <laughs> That's funny. It's like a phone game, but it's fun to think about. Um, yeah, my, before, my, It's
1: not the one with all the little dots that fly around the screen, is it?
0: No, no, no. It's like you. It's like this circle cartoon cat attacks like this monster dog thing, like by throwing. Oh that's fur. Funny. I don't know. It's 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 a really <laughs> funny game, but it. Um... That's good stuff, man. <laughs> Before we wrap up, I kind of wanted to talk about how sure. Sean and Shelby came about. Where did you meet Shelby? When did that? Uh, because it makes sense because oh, she sure. plays cello, and within old yeah. there was a
1: your guy played cello. Oh yeah, I loved it. Um, it's one of my favorite instruments in the whole world. See, um, funny. So I'll tell you both sides of it. One, I met her in open mic. Yeah. Uh, my, my favorite open mic that I basically started in at riders Inn in Painesville with uh, Jim Snively. Yeah. And that was like, he was the catalyst. The room was the catalyst The people that were there. You know, Ishvan, fun. Hey, Jesse. Yep. 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 Yeah. He, he was there the first week that dude, you know, yeah, reached in my so brain nice. and shook me around and was like, ah, oh, you're so cute. And this really <laughs> helped me. There's, other people that were just, you know, came up at the exact same time, Maura Rogers, Jenna yep. Fournier, yep. Uh, Nick Zuber, um, uh, Fiona Falk, just so many amazing, just at the exact same level. Well, not exact, but like pretty much same level. Yeah. And just like came up, at the, you know, and we all helped each other. So she came, I came back to just, I come back and vi- came back and visited sometimes. Well, she was there. I didn't, unbeknownst to me, she had heard me do a radio interview, heard my songs, and then subsequently saw us at Bright Winter oh, play A Room. And she was like, she just liked what we were doing so that when it came time to actually introduce them, I was like, we need to do stuff together. We, we started to just kind of play together and then in, in, uh, invited her to play with Old Boy on a whim. It was hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> I just threw her into the dogs. Yeah. And threw her in the deep end, threw her the dogs, where. And then later I started to write these songs that just did not fit with old boy. And that band did not deserve to have this mellow, um, you know, yeah, not sad, but like mellow, sad record. And then we had such an opportunity to play these events and I just loved what we were doing. Me and her just, you know, as, as human beings, just, you know, it was like something more than family, you know, it was like just, we're just, you know, like once you meet somebody, you're like, "Well, there it is. We're gonna be whatever this is forever." You know, yep. <laughs> like it, it's just everything. You know, it's everything. L- little sister, big brother. Yeah. Like I- I'm, I'm her big sister. She says, <laughs> 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 "But like, yeah, we just we just had the, div- the diversity and flexibility to open up for bands, you know, and like we just liked dressing up, yeah. you know, so we would dress up and yeah, and, and, which made it more, made it seem more." Professional. Yeah, it was. You weird. know, without, you know,
0: you guys definitely like one that connection musically and like friend wise. You can tell it's there. Like I remember the first time seeing you guys. And I'm like, and they're dapper as fuck. Like you know what I mean? Like, <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, it's funny because like the music we're playing and the instruments we're playing. Uh, and plus, I've always been like, I don't care what you wear on stage. I have a few things I don't like bands wearing. Yeah. you know I'm not a big fan of like shorts on stage it's just like you know but like whatever (laughs) you know exactly but like (laughs) my whole thing is give a shit about what you're wearing right for sure like don't just wear what you're wearing if it's t-shirts and jeans just be deliberate about it yeah i think you know because not good i
0: was gonna say bb king said it it was either bb king or john lee hooker said it best where like They said they we played the blues, but we never dressed like we had the blues, and I'm like, yeah, he's right. They always wore. I'm pretty sure it was BB King, but they're always wearing a suit and they're always looking good. You know, it's you know
1: being comfortable in your clothes, it translates to everything for sure. You know, I mean, just and it's not like I'm saying dress up. Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean that meant itself to, to, but like, you know, just if, if you don't give a shit about the little things, then, then you're not going to give a shit about the big things. You know? Yeah. And that stuff, maybe you can hold on to that for a little bit, but if you want longevity, you know, you got to care Definitely. about so many different little things, and it all adds up. And I'm not saying, like, overanalyze and, you know, be um, calculated in every yeah. move, but, like, just give a shit. Yeah. You know, think about it. That's all. And I we, yeah, so we, so we have two albums... You know, I was going to make a third, but then I decided, um, you know, without making it, like, weird, that she has so much going on in yeah. her band, Regan Leaf. It was like... Which is you know, awesome. And, uh, yeah, man. side note,
0: Viking band. Hell yeah. <laughs>
1: right. You know, exactly. So, like, and it wasn't like I decided, like, you know. Yeah. But, like, it just was a very obvious, organic move. So, the next thing I'm going to do is a solo record. Cool. cool you know, cool. but we have some songs that, like, still are. We still play together. And, um, you know, I just am lucky to have found somebody like her and her family. Just one of those life lotteries. I won. Yeah. The, I won.
0: <laughs> it's weird. It's weird how many of those. And I think it's important to, like, recognize those friendships and those relationships as that life lottery win. I think that's, a, yeah, that's what man. I said.
1: Was yeah, man. Yeah, it helps you get through some stuff, too, you know, because you know they're still going to be there like your, you know, like your mom. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, they ain't going anywhere. If we fight, it's going to be temporary.
0: For sure, and it, we'll see it like that way too is important as well. Um, have you? Yeah, um I think so.
1: Have you been to any of the virtual shows yet? Have no, you? No, it's in? funny because like, I keep meaning to, and then like something happens. So I'm going to watch the ones this weekend. Yeah. I talked to Michelle like right away. Yeah. And she put that post that up. I messaged her immediately. I was like, "This is awesome." Yeah. Um, and I've been following it. I've been following who's played it. Um, it's just like time. Yeah. Time's weird. It is. I missed a very important meeting <sighs> on Tuesday night, completely lost track of time. It's and I so... And I thought I was going to get fired. <laughs> yeah.
0: Dude, I'm there, too. I keep almost missing shit, almost forgetting to turn stuff in, but it's weird. Well, how... like, what's...
1: Yeah, what's 5.30 on Friday now?
0: Uh, is it? Is what what is man? it?
1: Yeah. <laughs> but I'm saying, like, what is it? Does it matter at all? What, you know, yeah. it's like these times... What's bedtime? Yeah, it's all relative now. Like, for so many people, it's all relative, man. And, like, I, I really enjoy the, the podcast because it gets me up in the morning. Yeah. I try to get up at, like, 7.30, that's a, eight, 8 o'clock latest. Yeah, that's a good
0: way to keep in in, in check with reality.
1: It's, yeah, man. I don't want to, like, you know, I've, work is different and life is different, and I don't want to slide into, you know, this idea that we're on vacation or that we're grounded. We're adults that are grounded by our parents. Yeah. You know? like, What's That's, that? I was, I was joking, I'm like, it feels like four o'clock on Sunday every day. It's like yeah, what it is does. life? It does. It's weird. It's kinda of great in a way.
0: Um, yeah but what I was gonna say is I did the second one and it's a really, really cool experience. Like you're, you're Oh nice. You people you're you're all, you're in front of you at this dot like we are right now, but there's like forty people and everyone's into it and you can see the Person playing after you—it's a real—and I think you're really gonna enjoy it.
1: i i am I, like—I'll be super honest with you. It was—it was humbling, and I could not be more excited to be asked because, as a person who like, there's so many full-time musicians. Yeah. That I was like, you know, just kind of tip the cap, and I was like, I'll see you at the end when yeah. you start opening up to the to the B class, you know, and I don't yeah. mean that like a hierarchy, but just like. Yeah. You know, and I was like, man, yes, please. I'm so excited. Um, I just felt, like, honored yeah. to be in that group of, like, the first month of being able to play this. Like, this is a movement. You For know, sure. this thing is going to be remembered. I'm going to say, like, yeah, I played one of those. Yeah, yeah, it's
0: definitely, I definitely think and you're right with that. And I, um, what's cool, what is really cool about what Gala is doing is she's picking people who lurked music full time maybe who not had the biggest draw maybe who's not the biggest act maybe like but it's who literally has lost all this income from like playing all these gigs that are now not there and i think yeah. with that standard it's such a pure thing that they're doing and like yeah, um,
1: it's so helpful. It's so yeah, helpful. I didn't realize so. how many gigs I had, you <laughs> know, on, from both just... being a DJ. And it's crazy, <laughs> yeah. man. And I've been trying to narrow it down. Like, I was trying really hard to push to have, like, a, like as much of a normal summer as I yeah. could.
0: Yeah,
1: Um, And unbeknownst to me, this was going to happen. And I've had the most normal, you know. I mean, I don't want to make light of the fact that our area hasn't been hit. And I don't want to act like, you know. Other people haven't had normal and it's very scary in places like New York city, but out here, you know, we jumped on this so quickly and this, you know, our social distancing happened so fast and everybody was so on board that we've been able to keep ourselves away from so much of the spike. For sure. You know, that we've just been in our houses, just being regular, you know, we don't see the, the, what's happening. So we were able to say like, you know, this is nice sentences like, it's been great. It's yeah. been nice, you know, and I don't know if that's going to be the same next week, yeah. you know, or if it's going to be the same this this weekend or two weeks from now or a month from now, but in the meantime, being able to connect, to stay home, you know, to meditate and think about the future and make changes, it's been really important and to be a part of, you know, events like this and yeah. the community of artists that I'm just, you know, so happy to be a part of is,
0: it's awesome, man. I agree. I agree. And well, I think we're, you feel good about this, man? I think this was an awesome interview. I do. I was really good to talking to you, man. Likewise, man. I'll well, do this again in real life. Sounds good. Sounds good. real life, we you again. Facebook time. I don't know if you're
1: open for helping a fellow learn how to navigate the fretboard. For sure. But, uh, yeah, you know, I'd love to. That's I could, my thing, man. I could, I could throw you some tokens. <laughs> sounds good. Sounds good.
0: Well, hit me up, man. Um, I'll send you a link yeah, of all that to. stuff. And uh, I'm going to get this up yeah. tonight or tomorrow, depending on how the one with Connor goes.
1: Okay so sounds great man I love it